this is Reaching the Finish Line. And I'm your host, Callan Dix. Check out the website, www.reachingthefinishline.com. And pick up my free report. Save up to 75% what they don't want you to know. ReachingTheFinishLine.com Welcome. And today I am delighted to have Christina Daves. Christina is the author of PR for Anyone. Uh, she's, been see- she's been seen on the Steve Harvey Show, appeared on Dr. Oz, as well as local news affiliates like NBC, CBS, Fox News. Uh, I have Christina on because, uh, for many of you who do not know, Christina's website five years ago is the reason why uh, I have gotten so much mainstream media within the last, I would say, two years. All started with uh, her website, which is prforanyone.com. So I'm happy to have her. Christina, welcome. Hey, thank you. And I just, I'm so flattered by that. And I love to hear success stories. So um, I can't wait to share that with my audience too. That's awesome. Great. So um, as you know, everyone's kind of story can essentially be uh, five, six books. But if you could condense it and give an abbreviated version, um, how did Christina get started and how did she find success? Because um, you talked about after you started manufacturing uh, Medi Fashions, how did you get into the PR sector? Right. So just a quick overview. Um, Medi Fashions are fashion accessories for medical boots. I had a freak accident and I broke my foot. And long story, I did all the research and I ended up inventing this product having it manufactured, you know, bringing it to market. And even though everybody loved it, what I didn't realize was it never existed before. It was a whole new space in the market. So I had to, you know, let the world know it existed. I had to tell, you know, convince people that they needed to make their medical boots look better. Well, well, as a lot of your listeners, I'm sure know, I went way over budget in everything that I did. So I didn't have any money left. I couldn't hire a publicist. I couldn't pay for advertising. So I was like, oh, now what do I do? But there's this really cool thing called publicity, and it's free. So I spent some time. I made a gazillion mistakes, and then I started figuring out how to get publicity for my business over and over again. And in the first year, I was in over 50 like really good media outlets, um, and it really just launched my business. And as I and I. I walk the walk and talk the talk. I do it every single day. Obviously, I'm on an interview here with you um, to spread the word about my business. But it, it was a it was a necessity that I had to learn how to do this, and it's it's what's basically saved my business. Absolutely. And for for listeners, if 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 this is your first time here, at Christina Days, you could just go on Google and type her name in. She's <laughs> literally everywhere. Fox News, CBS, literally everywhere. <laughs> so, so uh, she basically, uh, you know, know what works. And I think one thing, Christina, is a lot of people are intimidated by it because yes. when they think of this mainstream media, they think, well, man, I have to have these deep connections or I have to pay a lot of money to get into it. And and I and, and that's not the case at all because a lot a lot of media I have gotten has been free as well as the same for you. So that kind of starts with tip one: paid versus earned. Maybe you could elaborate more on that. Right. So so really, paid is advertising. 
Um, and they call publicity earned media. Mm -hmm. It's somebody else talking about you. And, and that also means you don't get to give your own message. Um, you know, somebody else is going to write about you or talk about you on television. Mm -hmm. It's how they interpret what you're doing. But if you've done a good job of conveying your message, it should all be great and positive. And, um, but that's, and real quick, I go back when you talked about people being afraid of the media. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I tell this all the time. I speak a ton on this. I want everyone to remember that the media needs us more than we need them. Mm -hmm. Think about the think about television, newspapers. Everything today is 24-7, 365. Every magazine, every television, they all have dot-coms as well. And it's not like they're putting the exact same thing on each one in the print and on the on the internet. So if you can learn how to create good newsworthy stories, you can get media coverage for your business. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree. And let's go to tip four, because I think tip four is very important. When, and for people who don't know, uh, Christina is the author of PR for anyone. Definitely recommend it. Uh, you can check it out on Amazon or your a preferable bookstore. And we're just kind of going through the book. So as far as tip four, um, uh, your online presence, that is extremely important. Uh, yes. You know, everyone is on the Internet um, and more people are trying to find a way to stand out and be competitive. You know, you're, sta you're stating tip four how your online presence equals your call calling card. Perhaps you yeah. could add on to that, you know, perhaps some strategies to help a person stand out because you have Facebook, Twitter, everyone's posting yeah. and, you know, everyone has blogs, you know, how, how, how does how does a typical entrepreneur stand out from the rest with their online presence? Well, the first thing I always like to say is stop marketing like it's 1999. You've got to look at what people are going to look at, whether it's your customers or whether it's journalists, and they will check you out first, you know, before they contact you. So go to your website and, and say, is this really what I want people to see? Because that's the first thing you're going to do. And super, super important in 2016, is your website mobile ready? Because by the end of this year, 67% of all website visits are going to be on a mobile device. Mm -hmm. So if, if you still have that early 2000, lots of text, lots of whatever, you know, again, put yourself in the position of a journalist or a customer or somebody, you know, a, a client that you want to engage. Is that what they want to see? And then, then you want to make sure that everything is consistent, that your branding is consistent from your your blog, if that's separate than your website, and your social media headers. Because same thing, say a journalist sees you on Twitter, something that you said that was great and profound, and then they go to your website, but it doesn't look the same. It's like, oh, is that the same person, or is that somebody just with a similar name? So it's really important that you, you're branded consistently, your message is consistent across all of your platforms. You know, don't say one thing on Twitter and then contradict yourself on Facebook. Um, and, and have a strategy with social media. That's how you can stand out. Um, don't just haphazardly post things. You know, ha have a plan in mind of who you're trying to attract on social media, which platforms you're going to be on, you know, which... And I recommend just focusing on two that are where your customers are because it's too hard to do all of them. And then when you do them not so good, it, it looks poorly on you. 
I agree. That's a good point. And specifically for me, I just focus on Facebook and Twitter. I do use LinkedIn because it is a good uh, business networking tool. Uh, yeah. But uh, most of the time when it comes to actual uh, like content, I focus on Facebook and Twitter. YouTube is great too, but, uh, but I agree with you. It's, uh, it's good to, as far as be consistent with little, then be inconsistent with a lot. Exactly. Yeah. So, exactly. so that goes on to that goes on to um, uh, tip seven, and a, and a lot of entrepreneurs they may disagree because they have this frustration. Tip seven is if you build it, they will come. And some entrepreneurs may say, "Well, Christina, I built my business. You know, you know, I, I, I have my I, I built I have my invention, or I have my store, or I have this and I have that, and I use Facebook, I use Twitter, and uh, but." But no one's coming. You know, I'm getting business, but it may be intermittent or I'm not getting no business. What would you say to the entrepreneur who challenges and say, well, you know, well, my business is built and I'm not getting any business or I'm not getting enough business? <laughs> then you're not doing something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's strategy. Like I said, have, you know, and if, if you don't know how to do that strategy, find somebody who does. Mm -hmm. Because, that, and that's what I did. I hired somebody who really helped me build a social media strategy. And so you were talking about the platforms you're on. I prefer Twitter and LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. That's really where I get customers all the time off of Twitter on a regular basis because my following is strategic. They're strategically followed and they follow me back and they're people that need my services. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's using social media the right way to engage with potential customers and clients so that they do become, you know, actual clients and customers. I mean, remember you have to touch somebody seven times before they'll buy. So that's where you use social media. If you're on, you know, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, so you run Facebook ads. Uh, and that's a great inexpensive way to generate some business and to get in front of those people, you know, five, ten dollars a day gets you in front of the right people. And it's just helping you touch them a lot faster. And then you have an opt in to your website and then they get your you give something away for free and then they're on their mailing list. So they get an email from you once a month or every week, however you want to do it. And then they see you on Facebook and then they see you on Twitter and then they check out your LinkedIn profile. And all of a sudden you've touched them five, six, seven times in less than a month. That's that's a good point. And uh, what will be a tip that you can give? Because you say you got a lot of customers for Twitter. Uh, even for my stuff, I use Twitter. Uh, I, I typically for me on Twitter, I, I I see people who say, "Hey, love the book, enjoyed the book," or "Hey, I enjoyed the interview." Um, and so, so I do get I do good feedback from Twitter. But I'm I'm interested. How are you able to? Is there a specific strategy you use to uh, uh, elicit customers from Twitter? Yeah. Do you offer something to to get them to an opt-in page? Yeah, I do offer a freebie, but it's not something I constantly like market. It's more like a like a once a month thing. Oh, I would do the 80-20 rule. I would be putting that out on a regular basis mm -hmm. because that's how you can grow your, you know, if somebody's willing to give you their name and email address, mm -hmm. that instantly makes them warm. Right. That's a um, good point. Yeah, they're interested in you. So offer something on Twitter with all of your followers on a regular basis. And, and don't take them to your website. Take them to a landing page because mm -hmm. uh, they can get lost and confused on the website and then start looking around and then forget to give you the information. And that's I mean, that, you know, the, the gold is in the list. Right. Uh, and uh, very familiar with that say. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to take a moment to tell you about DreamHost. DreamHost.com is the award winning web hosting service rated by PC Magazine. 
With their current rates and positive reviews, I couldn't think of a better company to recommend. You can get $10 off a one-year hosting plan or $25 off a two-year hosting plan when you use the promo code Callen, K-A-L-L-E-N. DreamHost.com, PC's Magazine, best web hosting service. So let's go on to the next one. Um, tip 14, get up and talk. Uh, maybe elaborate yeah. on that a bit. Sure. And, you know, if you can speak, if you're a good speaker, you can get in front of a lot of people and a lot of potential customers. Um, I will tell you, three years ago, I, I was petrified. I was, you know, I was like no saliva in my mouth. I was reading off of a card. It was terrible. I can now speak for an hour and, you know, command a room. But not everybody can do that. So there are other options, you know, there are things like SlideShare and, you know, maybe you're good at behind the scenes that you could do a, a webinar or, you know, the goal is just to get your message out to as many people as you can, you know, throw that net out really wide, do it in lots of different ways. So if you can speak and you're good at webinars and, you know, do all of that, but if, if there's one or the other, but, you know, just get your content out there, do it, do a slideshow and put it on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You know, make sure you've got your keywords and tag, you know, tag what you're talking about. And hopefully, you know, more and more people will see it. Good point. Yeah, I'm an introvert. So uh, personally for me, uh, if I am doing public, it kind of gets me a bit ramble, a bit nervous, kind of anxiety to to try to do everything all at one time. But I know everyone's different, obviously. Some people may prefer slash share PowerPoint. But absolutely, you know, get up and speaking uh, is very important. And for me, I've always say uh, the the less you think about the scary aspect, the more successful uh, you're going to be public speaking. And that's something it took me a while to learn, but it's been very helpful. So let's go on to uh, tip 15. Wait, can I can I give one little piece of advice sure. that somebody gave me? Uh-huh. Uh, the first time I went on television, the Steve Harvey show was the first time I'd ever been on television. And I was scared to death. Mm-hmm. Usually you, you progress. You go on local television first and then national television. But this is the same thing for speaking. And it's the best advice anybody ever gave me. And he said, Christina, nobody there wants to see you fail. Mm-hmm. Everybody is there because they want to be there and they want to hear what you have to say. Mm-hmm. So if you remember that, like I went to and I spoke on Tuesday and I thought it was going to be 20 people. It was 70 people. Mm. And yeah, it was like, oh, and they couldn't hear it. Like they didn't have a microphone. They'd never had that many people before. But that's that. And you have to remember that those 70 people came because they wanted to hear what I had to share with them. Mm-hmm. So just remember that when you're speaking, you know, those people find the one person with a smile and just focus on them. And um, that, that'll really help. Yeah, I agree. Uh, tip 15, as far as being radioactive, um, I, 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 I like the way that you phrased it uh, with, in the book you have. You kind of have the hyphen, but it kind of puts a pun on the word radioactive, then radioactive. I like that. <laughs> but anyway, if you could elaborate on that. Uh, yeah, you know, everybody thinks, oh, I've got to get on national television or, uh, you know, this new media that we have now, these podcasts and, and you know, syndicated radio and mm-hmm. things like that. It's such a great way to get tons of exposure. Mm-hmm. You know, people love podcasts and because they can download them, they can listen to them in the car. So that's just a great way. And it's a great way to get your feet wet. You know, find somebody if you're nervous about all this. Find someone who's just starting out and they might be a little nervous too and you guys could kind of practice a little bit together before it's a, you know, I was on Sirius Radio a couple weeks ago. I mean, that's a whole different ballgame than the first podcast I did five years ago. 
Um, but I was, I did great on that because I'd had the practice. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, that's the thing, you know, don't, don't dismiss podcasters because they're, they've got huge audiences. I agree. And I, I like the tip you gave, you know, if you, if, if, if it's your first interview and you see someone who just started a podcast, it could definitely be a great match because, yep. you know, they're new, you're new. So there's not a lot of pressure and it could be definitely okay. easier for you to develop your interviewing skills. And that kind of goes to the next one. Uh, be a gracious guest. I have had, see, the, the, thing, the thing I like about, the thing I like about my format is uh, I get to record the interview and then send it to the radio station as opposed to as opposed to when it comes to uh, uh, radio stations live it's really kind of hard to uh, in a way control the guests I don't want to control anyone but when it comes to as far as controlling the show um, I've had some guests that have been absolutely unfortunately terrible and um, like I said fortunately uh, since since I recorded for before I sent it to the station I just don't send it to the station <laughs> so, so, so the it, power it works out it works out but what, what tips would you give Christina uh, to help people be a gracious guest yeah you know just it is so funny I teach my kids this all the time but just be kind to everybody you know don't just because you think you know you're a superstar in your industry and that's great but remember you're there to provide value to an audience mm -hmm. you're not there because you're a rock star or superstar and, and you know and i think i just think you have to be gracious and be kind and and be thankful no matter who you are that somebody was willing to take the time out of their day um, you know, I'm thankful for you. You're spending 30 minutes with me. You're you're going to share my message with the world. Uh, thank you, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> you're awesome. <laughs> uh, but you don't. But you don't know too when somebody might need you again. Mm -hmm. um, I was supposed to be on the Today Show and I got bumped, mm -hmm. um, and that happens. But let me tell you, I email with that producer on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. I got to interview Hoda Kotb because I had a relationship with a producer that I was able to get to Hoda through her which actually was probably better for my career than actually being on the Today Show. Mm -hmm. So just, you know, be kind, build relationships and and provide value to others and it all come back to you. I agree. Um, and it kind of also on going on top of what you just said, as far as you kind of also add in the fact of adding value. And that's very important. Um, uh, for people who don't know, uh, you sent me a great guest. I think it's like a few months ago was Matt Curry, and he he was excellent. And like I said, I've been I, I've been I've been following you almost five years now, and uh, basically your, your free content, and I've heard you on other interviews. You know, I mean, you're a wealth of value, and uh, and so so for me, you know, when I see your stuff, you know, I, I try to I try to share, I tell other people about it. When people ask me as far as PR, how do I be successful in PR without no budget? Your name always comes up. You know, so uh, so the, the importance of value is very important. Hey, this is Callan. We have now reached our 50th episode. So excited to have bring you guests like Aubrey Marcus of On It, Brian Scudamore of 100 Got Junk, and Shai Reshev of University of People, as well as many more. I'm launching a product soon, and I want you to get in on it before everyone else. Why? Well, because you'll reap the biggest benefit why do others miss out? Send me an email at Callen, K-A-L-L-E-N, at reachingthefinishline.com and put in the email subject line, Callen, I am interested. Again, send me an email at Callen, K-A-L-L-E-N, at reachingthefinishline.com 
and put in the email subject line, Callan, I am interested. But people may say, okay, yeah, okay, the you know the podcast. Okay, let's say you know, let's say I do a few uh, new podcast shows. Um, you know, how can I craft? And that kind of goes into tip twenty-four, the art of the hook. How can I craft a good hook to get on the bigger podcast shows, to get on the bigger syndicated radio shows? What advice would you give them? Right, and and the art of the hook is is so important, and there's almost a science involved to it, but. Um, you know, think about which emails you want to open, what makes you want to read something, which are the ones you skip over. So that's the hook. That's how you how you get them to read it. And and again, every business is a little bit different. But some suggestions are, you know, when next time you're watching television, like one of the morning shows, Good Morning America or today, uh, you know, what do they say before they go to commercial mm-hmm. coming up next? Blah, blah, blah. And that bit. Those people are paid a lot of money to create those hooks to get you to stick through the advertising to come back. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're in the grocery store, look at a magazine cover. And I will tell you my favorite, and you guys can all Google it, is AARP Magazine. Mm-hmm. They are brilliant at hooks. And do a plug and play. You know, look at look at a hook in a magazine and how can you incorporate that to your business? Because again, these people get paid a ton of money to get you to buy that magazine, open that magazine. Mm-hmm. So use those as examples, you know, tips, um, you know, things that cause a little bit of controversy that you're like, huh, what? Um, I had a client who was on television um, and his hook was um, why college is the worst investment a parent can make. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that make you want to watch that segment? Absolutely. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. I've got a kid going to college. What? What? Um, so the, those are hooks and they're very, very, very important in getting publicity. So learn how to do them, you know, start looking at examples and, and really start practicing that. Agreed. And, uh, tip 35 is, uh, you can, from tip 35, tip 38, you have, um, uh, actually, actually you have, uh, six resources from tip 30, tip 35, to tip 40, as far as PR resources that people can use to get free press and tip 35. The first one is something I am on all the time. Um, you know, and to, you know, to, to trying to find good guests as well as if I'm writing a specific, uh, let's say article for the Huffington post. Um, I, I, I typically use Harrow, uh, talk about Harrow. And um, um, you know, maybe a brief summary, well, but talk about how a person can be really effective using it. Yeah, Harrow is, and everybody says, oh, I don't have time for these emails. I don't have time to respond. Harrow is how I got on Steve Harvey. Harrow is how I got on Dr. Oz. I built a relationship with a producer. Um, I think I've been in probably 15 national outlets because of Harrow. They actually just sent me a goodie box. I guess I'm one of their biggest success stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, Forbes magazine a couple months ago wrote about both my businesses. My book shot back up to number one bestseller, mm-hmm. and I sold a ton of Casmetic. Mm-hmm. And that all comes from Harrow. Um, and, and if it's okay, I have a, a freebie on my list that I can give people that's specific on how I respond to Harrow. Please. Yeah, so it's just free gift from Christine, and Christina's with a CH. Um, go there, and it'll it's a PDF, a four-page PDF that tells you step by step exactly how I've been able to have so much success with them. 
Great. And for me, um, same here. Uh, from Hero, I got on fa- I've been in Fast Company Magazine. I've been in Ink Magazine. I've been on Monster.com. I've been to Sarasota Hero Tribune. So it's 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 really a, it's really a resource that you know that's 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 worthy uh, that's worth um, taking a look at uh, because yeah. it could be very helpful. And uh, and and tell us that um, that free a report they can get again, um, Christina. Yeah, it's free gift from Christina. Okay. Free gift from Christina.com. Yep. Great. And what would you say, Christina? Because I know you have, um, let's say, one, two, three. I know you have five other PR resources. What would you say would be preferably is your second best? You got ProfNet, um, you got PitcherRate, you got Media Diplomat, you got pub, a PubliSeek source bottle. Yeah, I like source bottle too. Mm-hmm. They're based out of Australia, but they do have a lot of US based. Okay. Um, queries in there. Mm-hmm. So I've had some luck from there. Uh, I'm trying to remember the, it's an Australian based magazine. I, I think it's Women's Health. Okay. It's one of the big women's magazines that's published in Australia, but it's very big in the US. And I got I got picked up by something through them very quickly when I first started. So that's another good one. Great. And and um, as we come into a close, we just covered the surface. Um, Christina has over 100 tips and her PR for anyone book. So I definitely recommend that you check out her book. But if, uh, Christina, if people want to uh, get in contact, you, get in contact with you or follow you, how would they do that? Yeah, and it's, of course I'm branded across of the same on everything. It's PR for anyone, and it's P R F O R A N Y O N E. That's the website.com. That's Twitter. I told you I'm very active on Twitter. Um, you're welcome to connect with me on LinkedIn, Christina Daves. Um, Facebook is PR for anyone. So yeah, I'm easy to find and you can connect on the website and we've got a lot of great things, you know, videos and resources and I send out a lot of free content. I send out, you know, if other people have good stuff I think is great to share with you guys, I'll send that out as well. So um, again, like we were talking about providing value to your audience. Absolutely. And uh, it starts there. As I, uh, as I, I'll be happy to say again, you know, I, for me, my PR journey started with PRforanyone.com. So if, if people want to have some success, you know, get some free PR and, and uh, be able to grow their brand, I will definitely recommend uh, checking out Christina. Christina, thank you for being our guest. Thank you so much, Colin. It was great. Thank you for listening. Just another great episode by Callan Diggs, best-selling author and career strategist as seen at Fast Company and Inc. Magazine. If you're not on an email list, you're missing out. Go to reachingthefinishline.com and subscribe to get all the exclusives.